I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, whatever you missed uh, on uh, the John Cobell Podcast, live on the iHeart app. Among the things you should listen to is uh, Todd Spitzer explaining how they are prosecuting criminals in Orange County. Send them to prison because they busted uh, 20 of them who were involved, and, and a lot of them L.A. gang members who were involved in 34 home burglaries. Uh, and he, he uh, described a far different world than L.A. County and George Gascon. Also, we talked with Chris Reed from the San Diego Union-Tribune. You want to hear that interview because he uh, gave a fascinating backstory on why everyone in government knew that the California bullet train was going to flop before we even voted. They knew it was never, ever going to be built from... L.A. to San Francisco, let alone the original plan of Sacramento to San Diego. They knew it because they were never going to get private private investor money. None of the private investors were interested in investing a dime because by law, um, no tax money could ever be used for operational purposes. And you have to have tax money to operate a train like that because every bullet train in the world uh, is a uh, Paid for, at least in part, by taxpayer money. They all lose money on an operating basis. They all have to get subsidized. Anyway, it's an interesting uh, conversation we had uh, with Chris Reed uh, on the iHeart app, John Cobelt On Demand. All right, next up, Supervisor. Oh, we've got two rounds of the moist line, and we have two hacks in a dumpster. Special bonus today. Two hacks from two separate stories. 
and two half two hacks in entirely different physical conditions. In fact, I think we break ground this week, don't we? You keep track of this stuff, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. we break ground here. And it'll be the 23rd edition of Hacking the Dumpster for the year. 23rd, okay. And, and something we've never done before. All right, let's go to the San Diego Supervisor, Jim Desmond. He's been on with us uh, many times. Uh, the gift from the Biden administration is uh, 42,000 migrants have been, uh, uh, legal aliens have been dumped in San Diego in uh, recent weeks. And over 1,000 family separations at the border. Since September, uh, they break up uh, the family into different pieces and I don't know, send them in different directions. We'll see what Jim knows. How are you, Jim? Welcome. Hey, John, I'm doing well. How are you doing? We're doing all right. Uh, can can you would people physically notice the 42,000 migrants that have been dumped by well, the uh, Biden administration? Well, luckily, uh, no. Uh, and the number is 52,000 that we've had since September. Most of the people, are, to be honest with you, are gone like within 48 hours. But about 10% of them still are around. There's a big encampment near the border for the people who can't get on to their sponsors, you know, wherever it is they're going throughout the, uh, the country. But what the problem we have in San Diego County is we're, we are footing the bill. My colleagues voted to do that to the tune of $3 million bucks almost like a million and a half a month to pay for, basically we're becoming the travel agents for these migrants that are being dropped off in San Diego. We're helping them get to the airport. We're helping them get tickets or, or get in touch with their, their sponsors. So most of them get moved on. There are homeless shelters are a little bit straight are more strained because we have some people, you know, staying in our shelters, but it's just a financial burden. You know, and these are tax dollars that for San Diego County that we should be spending on roads and mental health on, on all, our own homeless issues, but now we're having to spend money for the migrants that are being dropped here, and at a rate of like 700 a day right now are, are being just dropped in San Diego County, and then we are having to deal with them to help them move through San Diego County and get to wherever it is they're going to go in the country. How are they arriving? By bus from uh, the Border Patrol. They're being dropped off by them, or they're being picked up by our by the um, uh, nonprofits and the charities that are getting the dollars from the county. And then they're using some of that money to go pick them up at the border if the Border Patrol is, isn't dropping them off. So it's it's a mixed bag of who's dropping them off. But they come in large buses, either from our, our local uh, non nonprofits or from the Border Patrol. And, it, you know, this is just the same as what Governor Abbott and, and DeSantis are being blamed, uh, you know, in Chicago and other places where they're dropping off. The federal government is doing it to us directly. That's what's funny is when Abbott and DeSantis did this, there's all holy hell from all these corrupt progressives in the media. Biden's doing the same thing on a much larger scale to a lot of cities and regions, not just San Diego, and barely a whisper about it. Yeah, and this is really hurting. You know, you hear it from New York, you hear it from Chicago, you hear it from you know all sorts of other you know cities uh, throughout the country saying, "Hey, we cannot work. We are being." forced to handle the migrant issue and immigration issue that we just aren't funded for. And the federal government has the dollars. And, and the fact that they're just dropping this problem in our lap uh, is, you know, is, is, you know, stretching our dollars even thinner. And uh, I think, you know, yes, these services need to be provided, but they should be paid for by the federal government, not by our local tax dollars. I, I suppose, I don't know if you noticed, like uh, the mayor of New York, uh, he went to Washington and met with the Biden administration officials asking for money. He says he needs $8 billion because they have well over 100000 
He needs eight billion for the next yeah. three years. And they said, no, nothing. And he, he came home well, yeah. and he held a press conference and he said, we're not we're not getting a dime. They won't help us out with anything. And it's just the most outrageous policy in the world to dump thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands on a city. No place to put them, nowhere to go and no money. Well, and we, we have like 300 a night sleeping at the airport. Uh, you know, so great. Welcome to San Diego. You know, if you're a tourist or something like that. And, and then here's the homeless uh, hanging out at the airport. And and it's you, know, you hear from even the mayor of New York said, you know, you're you're ruining our city, and you're you know ruining communities throughout the uh, the nation with just this policy of dropping people off and without any help, without any services, there's places to sleep or places to go. So these and it's these being people put on on local taxpayers for these people, their final destination is not San Diego. They didn't ask to go San Diego. The no. the Biden administration has just arbitrarily dumped it on you guys. Well, and the first question they ask when they're dropped off is, where am I? You know, and, and uh, they're told, well, you're in San Diego. And you know, a lot of them never even heard of San Diego. They're from all over the world. People from China, people from Pakistan, Haiti, they're, you know, they're being dropped off here. And they, they want to know where they are. And then they do, a lot of them do have sponsors. But we actually have an encampment of, it, it's kind of a semi-waiting room that's uh, popped up along our southern border for the ones who don't have sponsors. And they're can, kind of a limbo or whatever, but it's a encampment with no services no you know bathroom facilities or anything like that and they're just waiting to be processed by the uh by the border patrol and the border patrol isn't stopping people at the border they're just processing people once they get here that's what they've become and then we've become a traveling so they don't agent. stop so anybody for they don't stop anybody no, they're coming right through the fence now in matter of fact people coming across the border through the fence are being are going right to border patrol agents they're going right to them and walking up and say hey i'm here and, you know, give, you give me asylum, and uh, so they're they're you know they're in, in, emboldened to to do that, and they're not afraid of it, and and they know how to work the system, and and unfortunately, local tax dollars are paying for it. And they're separating, uh, according to the LA Times, a thousand migrant families are separated at the San Diego border since September. Do you know anything about I'm that? I'm not aware. I'm not aware of that. I just I just know about the drop offs here. It is what more what I'm more familiar and, and interested in. I'm not sure what they're actually doing at the border with the border patrol. I wondered why I wondered why they were doing that since they seem to be sending people on to uh, places they want to go. I, I don't know. Um, you know, that's for border patrol agency to ask them or the federal government what their what their program is, but we like I said our our biggest impact is having to deal with pe these people. It's it's over the tune of a million more than a million dollars a month. Does it make you nervous and, because you don't know who these people are? They're coming from dozens and dozens of different countries, hundreds of different countries, really. And and I don't know if you saw Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, said there's terrorism lights blinking all over the place, all related to Hamas and Israel, that situation there. And he's afraid that there's all kinds of terrorists already inside. And who knows where they're going to cool. hit, what they're going to do. Absolutely. And we've talked to Border Patrol agents and they they've told us they don't have the proper the means or the time to properly vet people that are coming across uh, and seeking asylum. And, and if they do do any vetting, it's vetting for here in the U.S. If they've already got crimes here in the U.S., they, they don't vet them in pack. You know, they're they don't get their history from Pakistan or from India or China. They don't they don't they're not vetting or have they access to those types of that type of information. So it's not they're not being properly vetted. And they're just being let in. And, and, you know, all I'm asking is federal government, 
just let the number of people in that you can manage and you can, you know, that with your services can handle instead of dropping them off here in San Diego County or any other border community. It's just mayhem. It's chaos. It doesn't, um, it doesn't bode well. And, and I'm, like I said, I'm sick and tired of having to pay for the, the, these services out of, out of our local tax dollars. It should be going to parks, roads, infrastructure, other types of things that we desperately need. Jim, thanks for coming on. All right, John. Thanks a lot. Take care. He's San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond. There's a, another story out today. Headline is the cartels run the show. On Tuesday, December 5th, all right, we're talking uh, just two weeks ago. And uh, what is today? The 15th? Yep. Like 10 days ago. I don't know where I am. Or I know what you're lost. You have the weekend to recoup. Oh, uh, weekend. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> week and a half ago. 12,000 foreigners crossed the U.S. border illegally. 12,000. That is the highest daily total of illegal immigrants ever recorded. This is the greatest illegal immigration flow in American history. In October, and this is from the House Committee on Homeland Security, the Border Patrol encountered almost 270,000 illegal immigrants. 270,000. 86% increase from June. Since Biden took office, there have been 7.5 million encounters nationwide, millions of whom have been processed and transported at taxpayer expense, like what Jim Desmond was talking about. Then get this. There's 1.7 million known gotaways who've snuck into the U.S. They evaded Border Patrol because the Border Patrol agents are distracted and overwhelmed with paperwork. Illegal immigration has more than doubled compared to 2019. They come from 160 different countries, including, listen to this list. We are getting migrants who get away from us, don't know who they are or where they are now. Iran, China, Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, Chechnya, Tajikistan, Afghanistan, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Yemen, and Somalia, as well as Africa and the Middle East. And like I said, Christopher Ray, the FBI director, said the lights are blinking everywhere uh, over uh, possible terrorism. Border Patrol, according to Todd Benzman, who we've had on the show from the Center for Immigration Studies, he said the Border Patrol has been ordered to stand down and not get in the way, or arrest cartel traffickers. He says the cartel is running the show entirely at the border. Uh, the head of Border Patrol said on television, who controls the border, he was asked, and he responded, the cartels control the border now. It's not even the Border Patrol. It's not the U.S. government. So it's almost like we have this special zone on the U.S.-Mexico border where the cartels entirely govern the region and profit over all the people and all the drugs and all the weapons coming over. We don't do anything about it. We just create enormous amounts of paperwork for our Border Patrol officials. This is absolutely the nuttiest, most dangerous policy that we've ever had in the history of America. No other president has created this kind of mess at the border. Than Biden, who probably doesn't even know what's going on. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. 
It is time for the Moist Line. Let's, uh, one moist 86 is the number. You call in and leave your submissions. Hey, it's John. Thanks for calling the Moist Line. I'm so excited to hear from you. Yeah. It's about time. I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary of my job here. Uh, I think I'll have a victory, like, tour and do a lap around the office for uh, doing basically nothing, you know, and I've been quiet quitting really ever since I started. So, yeah, I think I'll just toot my own horn and walk around and celebrate me. Arizona Sheriff says illegals coming across the border now are given $5,000 gift cards. What am I doing being a citizen here? I'm better off being an illegal. That Dubai Sultan hosting the climate change conference, he is no different than the casinos in Las Vegas who host Gamblers Anonymous meetings. They're fine with hosting events that are supposed to be against their cause because they know their customers aren't going anywhere. They're not scared. My job, you know, in, in jail, I, I was a lookout. Whenever, the, you know, the, the, the guard comes, the lookouts are supposed to be walking, walking. I, I got fired because... I always, I always yelled walking like way too early. I mean, the guards were like five minutes away, you know, they, they just fired me. It's kind of sad during this holiday season when you wish people a Merry Christmas and they don't respond. They're silent. They're so scared about the PC world. Growing up as a Generation X child, having people say Merry Christmas, whether they're Jews, Gentiles, it didn't matter. When I was growing up in the 70s and 80s and 90s until this PC culture took over. What happened to people? The statement that California is going to be the first state in the nation to have high-speed rail is a lie. Florida already has it, the Bright Line. They use a private company. That's why it got done, unlike this state. John, you need to run for president, man. We need, we need to replace Biden and put you up in there. So you could film where that money needs to be spent and balance out the books and all that business. And make America great again, starting with the uh, sealed border. I think it's weird that uh, people who eat only vegetables and all that, do they realize that they're killing the thing that causes and creates oxygen in our world? On the other hand, I eat the things that create methane gas and are making it hard for us to breathe. Karen Bass ran on the campaign that she would solve homelessness, build housing. She hasn't done any of that. So don't bore me with her locking arms in Los Angeles and doing what she said she was going to do. She hasn't done not even a quarter of what she said she was going to do. She's a typical swamp creature. I'm in Schenectady, New York, and there's this empty house where this uh, homeless guy sleeps on the porch. And one time we noticed he wasn't moving for several hours and there was a cop next door eating. So my healthcare aide goes over there, asks her to check on him. And the cop's response was, that's not my job, call 911. Homelessness <laughs> is by design. We saw how fast Newsom cleaned up for Papa Chi when he came to San Francisco. And now those streets are full of tents and drug addicts and human feces. So it is by design. Homelessness is a big money grab for the politicians. They want it, they like it, they need it. Okay, hear me out. The people who are pushing that charging station, whatever, through the EPA, they're gonna say, oh, oh, 
not enough states are applying because there's not enough funding. We need to have more funding in it so that more states can apply for the program to get the charging stations built. So we need even more money and it'll probably happen. Let's get rid of the politicians. They're bad for the climate. They cause climate change. They're just bad for nature, man. Get rid of the politicians. Oh no, these <laughs> protesters on the 110, they don't want to see me up there in the front of the line. You're not going to get make me late to work. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. I got something on that. The only time they had this stupid article. Oh, uh, is shutting a freeway in L.A. effective activism? Of course not. <laughs> it's a, but they're debating the question. <laughs> do, they, do they win converts by shutting down the freeway for thousands of people? We'll squeeze that in in the last half hour because we have two hacks in a dumpster, two of them. And then another round of the Moist line at 877-MOIST-86. And you could start calling in for, uh, for uh, oh, I don't know when. I don't know when. Next year. For next year. That's right. You can start uh, uh, complaining about 2024. All right. When we come back, oh, two hacks in a dumpster. And uh, also the moist line. All that ahead. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand. 
from KFI AM 640. It's time for John Cobilt to throw a hack in a dumpster. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from 1 till 4, and after 4 o'clock, it's John Cobalt On Demand, the podcast. And you can listen to uh, whatever you missed. And Attack at a Dumpster, we're doing something we've rarely done. We're going to put two people in the dumpster from two different stories. It's the end of the year. We're running out of time, and these people have to go now. And for the first time, one of them is alive, and one of them is dead. Yes. We're going to throw a dead body into the dumpster. He's uh, recently deceased. But first, before we get to the uh, dead dumpster candidate, the live dumpster candidate is going to be Dean Preston, the ridiculous clown San Francisco Democrat supervisor whose district is home to the Tenderloin, a neighborhood with literally, no exaggeration, thousands of drug addicts, zombies. I've seen them. They stumble in the street, on the sidewalks, furniture piled up on the sidewalks. They're whacked out on meth. If they're acting crazy, running around screaming, looking wild-eyed and manic, they're on meth. If they're standing stiff, slightly tilted forward, as if they're going to tip over but not quite, they're on fentanyl. And if their flesh is starting to rot, the fentanyl is uh, tainted with xylazine, which is some kind of horse drug. In any event, uh, fentanyl is, is the, the result of thousands of deaths in San Francisco. In fact, I, I had a story here on how many deaths. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. San Francisco surpasses its deadliest year for drug overdoses. First 11 months. They had 752 deaths this year. Uh, and that is 26 more than all the deaths in 2020. And it's going to keep going. And even though the mayor and the governor tried to disrupt drug trafficking, crack down on dealers. Remember, didn't they send in the National Guard into San Francisco? Uh, the fentanyl is, is doing much of the damage. More than 80% of the overdose deaths have been fentanyl. And um, not, nothing's being done to stop the flow. You go back to what we said, the border and the cartels. Well, much of this collects into uh, the Tenderloin District. And having told you all this, right, Dean Preston, who is one of the dumbest men alive. I mean, he's a real stupido. He claimed, well, I'll, I'll listen to his words and then we'll toss him. I think what you're seeing in the Tenderloin is absolutely the result of uh, capitalism and what happens in capitalism to uh, the people at the bottom rungs. I, I think what you're seeing in the Tenderloin is absolutely the result of uh, capitalism and what happens in capitalism well, to uh, the people at the bottom rungs. Let's get the Ukrainians in here and the rest of the mob. It's funny how capitalism works in all these other cities that don't have thousands of people on fentanyl and hundreds die, right? It's the same capitalism everywhere else. All right, pick Dean Preston up, up and over, and boom. There you go. Hey, thank you, Deborah. Got great timing. Every time you're in the same spot. That's great. 
right, our second candidate for the dumpster is, uh, I think this is a first, a member of the Turkish parliament. His name is Hassan Bitmez. He started screaming about uh, Israeli supporters. He's speaking, I guess, in Turkish here. Um, and he claimed that the supporters of Israel will suffer the wrath of Allah. He was speaking before the General Assembly in Turkey, uh, and then he dropped dead right in front of the audience there. We're going to play his speech. You're going to hear a woman scream, but then the feed cuts off, and he was laying around the ground, eyes rolled to the back of his head, and then we'll stick the mob on him. So roll. Siz İsrail'in suç ortasınız. Siz İsrail'in suç ortasınız. Elinizde Filistinlilerin kanı var. İşbirlikçisiniz. İsrail'in Gazze'ye attığı her bombada katkınız var. Tarihin azabından kurtulsanız Allah'ın gazabından kurtulamayacaksınız. Hepinizi saygıyla selamlıyorum. Siz İsrail'in suç ortasınız. Siz İsrail'in suç ortasınız. Siz Filistinlilerin kanı var. İşbirlikçisiniz. He's dead. He's talking, but he's dead. Pick him up. Tarihin azabından kurtulsanız Allah'ın gazabından Deborah spitting out a dead man, a dead Turk. Very nice. All right, so that's the uh, last hack in the dumpster of the year. A double dumpster. A double dumpster toss there. Uh, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, just briefly this story, uh, since it came up before. This was actually in the LA Times today. <laughs> Shutting a freeway in traffic-clogged LA gets attention. But is it effective activism? Deborah Mark? Absolutely not. And you're just pissing people off. I see. Eric? No. You're voting no. Okay. Um, there is a photographer who was taking photos of what was going on. And he started talking to some of the people stuck in traffic. And uh, so this reporter wanted to know whether, uh, the, uh, whether the photographer, his name is Johnny LaValle, found any converts. What he found was there was a son on the way to the airport. He wanted to say goodbye to his dying father and get on a plane. And he's stuck in traffic watching the time go by. There's a mother who uh, was out of food and her infant was hungry and screaming. There were employees late for work. Drivers started shouting at the activists. One motorist grabbed a protester by the collar and threw him on the hood of a car. Others laughed and got out their phones to record it. Was that the <laughs> moist line guy? Uh, some people, according to Johnny Lavalli, some people who were stuck in traffic told me they didn't even know what was going on in Gaza. <laughs> well, that, that's another scary situation. <laughs> Yeah, these people vote, and you see what they vote for. Did you see the two school buses that got stuck in all of it? No. Oh, yeah, there were two school buses stuck in it. Oh, that must have been mayhem. Yeah, and there were kids late to school. Yeah. And, and have to pee. Yeah. Yeah, kids stuck on a bus. That's, uh, uh, the, the, the, the guy looked at me like I was crazy and said, I don't watch the news. I'm just trying to work. <laughs> What's Gaza? Who are these Israelis you speak of? And so then they go into one of these uh, pseudo-intellectual analysis, uh, asking both sides whether you think this kind of uh, uh, protest activity actually uh, draws you supporters. Um, uh, here's Michael Beer. 
Michael Beer, some uh, director of Nonviolence International. Uh, you're guaranteed that millions of people are going to hear about your protests because everyone listens to the traffic report. It's very hard to cut through the media environment unless you engage in a disruptive action, particularly around transportation. You piss off every single person. Nobody went by this, uh, this crowd and said, go Gaza. Way to go. Thanks for letting me get stuck in traffic. Ah. It said some of the organizers were apologetic. But they were pleased that the images of an empty freeway played out on local television stations. So they got publicity for a cause that few people care about. Nobody, there's very few people into the genocide of Jews. And I, I, this, this supposedly is a Jewish organization that wants other Jews to die. I don't know what the hell that's about. In case you notice, the Israeli leaders aren't listening. It doesn't seem to matter to them. We've got uh, Moist Line number two coming up in moments. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Now round two of the Moist Line, 1-877-MOIST-86 is the number. With our Christmas theme, let's go. Hey, it's John. Thanks for calling the Moist Line. I'm so excited to hear from you. It's about time. John, are you trying to tell me that when I exercise, I breathe more. The more I breathe, the more I contribute to global warming. So the government wants me to stop exercising, but then I can get diabetes and be obese so that I cost the taxpayers more when I can't afford healthcare. I, I, I'm just checking. I use a power drill frequently at work. And when the battery dies, I go and swap it with a fresh one from a nearby charger and then continue working. Now. Until electric vehicles can do the same thing, they will never be mainstream. Period. Full stop. You know why they're pushing electric cars? They don't want you driving anymore. They want to kick cars off the road. And if the cars don't have any fuel, in other words, electricity, they can't go anywhere. That's what they really want. Wednesday's freeway shutdown is another example how criminals have more rights than law-abiding citizens. Those people should have been held a minimum of a day or two in jail to show them their consequences. <sighs> I am so glad that Border Patrol is finally making illegals pick up all that damn trash that they dumped in Arizona. But 8,000, 10,000 a day, this, this is out of control. This has got to stop. You dumb need to stop voting for dumb in me. If one-tenth of one percent is super significant for the whole global warming thing, can I pay my taxes, you know, at the rate of one-tenth of one percent? I don't know what's happening with this state. Completely ruined. But the thing that irks me the most lately is the metro train that runs from, I guess, downtown to Santa Monica. Why, as taxpayers, are we funding this debacle that nobody rides? Do guys really have to spit out the window in their car? They don't have a tissue. They don't even have a, an empty cup. How about spitting into your shirt? You realize the spitting you're doing outside your window is going onto your car. That clip you played Thursday from uh, Governor Hairgel, my ears were bleeding and now screaming at the radio. That guy doesn't answer questions. He just says words and, and they make no sense at all. Between him and Kamala Harris, the word salad that those two dish out, they could stock soup plantations across the country for a year. When are these Democrats going to start ousting the folks who are voting and backing up 
the presidential administration. All those idiots in New York are still going to vote for Joe Biden or whatever garbage Democrat they put up there. And the same thing will be the same thing. Wake up, people. This whole thing with Tesla is the Biden administration once again weaponizing the federal government against its political opponents. Now they're using the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to go after Elon Musk because they don't like him because he bought Twitter and he's pro-American capitalism and free speech. What are we doing? Don't vote Democrat. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. All right, there's the moist line, one eight seven seven moist 86 Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. We just have uh, sort of late-breaking news. The L.A. City Council has approved a measure, and it simply says you can do whatever you want. <laughs> they, so they formalized. They gave up. What it, yeah, what it had been the yeah. policy. So now in L.A., you can do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No rules. And then they disbanded, right? There's no need to meet anymore. There's, they just get their paycheck, and they go home. You know, it's the city of do whatever you want. All right, Alex Michelson's coming on with us uh, from Fox 11 News. The homeless count has reached the highest level ever. 653,000 homeless people around the country. Most of them right here in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Matthew Perry's toxology report, the cause of death, was. Uh, we'll, we'll go through that. And also two storms coming into Southern California for the uh, uh, lead up to Christmas. Is that right? All right. Yeah. So, All right. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. That's, That's the exactly official proclamation. Right. You know, by the way, listening to the Moist Line, it sounded like every other caller was Ken. Is that possible? Is he home just calling the Moist Line? <laughs> well, what do you think he's been doing this week? <laughs> I don't <Okay>. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was a great segment. I mean, we should have a great segment going, you know, what did Ken do this week? Right. You know, I think he's been gone for about nine days now. Right. What does he do? What's he done? Nothing. <laughs> No, what, just are, sits there. what are his accomplishments? <laughs> exactly. How's he helping things? Right. Why isn't he here? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right Conway, we got Crozier in the news live in the KFI 24 hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.